What's going on, Military Cashflow family? Today is going to be a great episode. Uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, you see that I have my lovely wife sitting next to me. So this is going to be it's our first time on the airwaves, at least on the, well, actually she's been on the podcast before, but this is her first time being a co-host. Ah, so brand I finally new made the cut. So uh, Karina, please uh, tell the Military Cashflow family who you are, what you do, and some quick, quick bio really quick. All right, Military Cashflow. Uh, my name is Karina Wynn. Um, I'm his wife. And uh, I am an active duty service member. I'm an attorney. Um, and I got two amazing boys. I know you guys have seen them on the podcast. Um, no, they can't really see them on the podcast. I mean, you mean. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You've seen them on what? The YouTube channel? Yeah, the YouTube channel. channel. Yeah. yeah. So those guys are mine. This guy's mine. Um, and I'm so excited to be here. I'm even more excited about the person that we interviewed he is awesome total goals nco straight through and through it's fantastic yeah so uh sean's gonna come on he's a retired air force he did 20 years and he did what a lot of people talk about you know i'm gonna buy a home at every single duty station right but he did it the right way and he talks about his journey how he uh bought bought his properties which turned into rentals he talks about how he coaches teaches and mentors his uh his younger air force um soldiers he talks about a myriad of, of just phenomenal things this, this is going to be a great episode um yeah, yeah, air. Oh, I said soldiers. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> army. So uh, it's going to be a great episode. He, he just he just touched base on everything. And then he talks about the transition from active duty to retirement. Now he's, he's making his regular retirement pay plus disability. And now he transitioned over to being a realtor as well as a wholesale and how he's marrying those two together and actually helping and continuing to help more people outside of the military as well. So it's just a, a, a phenomenal episode. You guys stay tuned for this episode. Make sure you watch. Um, also, if you're watching this on YouTube, make sure you hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, hit that notification. I mean, if you're watching this, you, you know, you, you got to hit a couple of likes, hit the like a couple of times for just how can gorgeous I get, my Can I get a is. couple of likes? Just how gorgeous she is. So, um, and then if you're listening to this on YouTube and you're sick of hearing my voice, now you get to hear my beautiful wife's voice. So leave us an honest review. We really appreciate that. If you have any questions or anything like that, hit us up in the Facebook group or hit us up on IG or yeah. Facebook or any of those social media uh, sites. Um, if you're, if you're, you know, you're first, you're just now starting to get into this. If you're listening to this episode and you're like, dang, Sean's talked, talks a lot about investing in yourself, um, and, and actually going and doing, doing things right. We go to the, we got the military cash flow real estate investing course for those who are just now starting off and want to learn the ins and outs of exactly what you need to do, how to find the deal, how to buy the deal, how to renovate, how to do all that crazy stuff. So, yeah. And also. If you go further back in the YouTube channel, you'll get a lot of other awesome information. Yes. Um, you can check it all out at militarycastle.com. And with that, let's get into Sean's episode. Again, make sure you got your pen and pad with you, especially if you are just now getting to the military. So make sure you have your pen and pad, take notes, um, and then take action. With that said, let's get into the video. Hey, how's it going? This is Dan Wynn and Mike Glassby. And this is the Military Cashflow Podcast where we teach service members how to build wealth and create passive cash flow through real estate. We cover real deals, real numbers, and real lessons learned from other successful investors. Now, whether you're watching this on YouTube or you're listening on the podcast, we need you to like, share, and subscribe. Now let's get started creating this military cash flow. 
What's going on, guys? My name is Dan Wynn. And I'm Karina Wynn. And this is Military Cashflow. Hey, today we got a special guest, Sean Hudson. Um, how you doing today, Sean, man? Can you tell us a little bit about yourself, what you're doing, where you're at, and all that stuff? Hey, how y'all guys doing today? Uh, I'm doing well. Had a you know productive day today. Had a couple of house uh, showings. Um, <clears throat> just a little bit about myself. Uh, originally from uh, New Jersey. Uh, joined the military to get out of New Jersey. Got stationed back in New Jersey for 12 long years. Yeah. <laughs> hey, but, but I hear the accent, though. I like it. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, so, um, yeah, uh, just retired uh, in June 2020, you know, uh, right there in the middle of COVID. So, you know, 20 years, no retirement ceremony, no going away luncheon, nothing. Just, hey, thank you for your service. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, I started... Um, I started wholesaling in 2017. I got my license in 2000, my real estate license in 2018. Um, <clears throat> so as an active duty member, I was, you know, in the in the real estate world. Uh, I used to fly. I was a load master on a C-17s. So I was always gone. So I actually, you know, found a local wholesaler. You know, we teamed up and we just you know, that was the way that I was able to still do deals while, you know, I was gone. Um, and to this day, man, we're still partners, you know. Dude, that's awesome, man. So, yeah, that, so really quick, what, what branch of service were you in? I know you were, you were on uh, um, some airplanes, you were gone all the time, but what branch of service were you in? Uh, the United States Air Force. All right, Air Force, dude. Okay, good stuff. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. So, so um, you stayed in the military, you, you know, you did the whole, you did the 20, um, the full 20. Um, I read a little bit about your bio, really, really interesting. It seems like you're doing, you know, you're growing wealth. Um, you're growing wealth, like the way that, that I think what we try to teach most uh, service members to do, right. It's not about like getting it done like today, everything doesn't have to have to happen today. It's kind of over time. So um, I, I really like that. And I would love for you to discuss some of that. So uh, let's talk about where you started at. Like, would you, would you, would you, this whole journey begin at? Um, I tell people I got into uh, real estate by accident. Um, I was stationed in New Jersey. I had a, you know, a, a chief master sergeant E9. He told me, he said, hey man, he said, you have access to that VA loan. You should buy a house in every duty station that you go to. And he said, don't buy the flashiest house. He said, buy something that you could live in comfortably for three to four years. Um, well, he told me this about eight years in. I did it 10 years in. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I, after that, every duty station I went to, I purchased a home with my VA loan, no money down. And uh, so right now I have uh, three rentals. And well, we actually, we just sold one in Alabama because, you know, with COVID, we had a tenant that wasn't paying for a couple of months. And we were just like, okay, you know what, let's just uh, get from underneath this one. And we'll pick up two or three more here later on. Okay. Now, when you say we, you mean you and your spouse? Yes, yes, okay. yes. I'm, I'm, I'm reeling her in slow. I'm reeling her in slow. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. He did the same thing. It's just kind of like trying to almost pull in teeth. You're like, come on, come on, come on. And it's, yeah. If she was here, I'd have pulled up a chair and said, come on. <laughs> yeah, this might be a thing. We'll have to do like, uh, do another show and then have like, yeah. you know, a couple's thing on and kind of talk real estate. That'd be pretty dope. Yeah. But uh, so, so that first deal, well, let's talk about the first deal a little bit. You know, uh, you're 10 years in, 
which I think that's that's still phenomenal. You still have another 10 years to go. I mean, that's enough time to acquire more properties. You heard about your, your VA loan. Seems like you had an E9 that was looking out for you, really looking out for you, not just telling you, hey, just buy something and it'll appreciate you saying buy something comfortable. That's a key word, right? Buy sure. something comfortable, not look for the flashy stuff, something that you can rent out afterwards, right? You can turn into an actual asset. So, um, so what did that process look like for you? Because uh, obviously you were all new to this and, you know, you're, you're looking for your first house. I mean, what's going through your mind and were you married at the time? Like how, how what, can just outline that situation for us? Yeah. So at the time um, I was not married and, you know, singular batch, single bachelor, uh, you know, I wanted the pimp out pad, you know, but uh, I can tell you. So one of the things, reason, like when I'm a realtor now, I try not to do what that realtor did to me. Because the realtor, he was a retired Air Force. I used to hoop with him in a, in a uh, gym. Oh he, man, what? Yeah, and he and he was trying to sell me. I mean, some of the craziest stuff. Like it was just one where somebody died in the house. The house smelled. It was totally tore up from the floor up. And he's like, "Oh yeah, this is a good deal." And you know, and I'm looking now that I look at, he was just trying to get a commission check out of me. <laughs> and, and I was just like, no, I'm like, we're going to need about 30,000 to fix this up. So the next house we went to was a move in ready turnkey. Let's go for $10,000 cheaper than the one that he wanted me to fix and flip and move into. And I, that kind of right there. So I rem as a, as I'm a real estate agent now, and I, you know, as I'm selling, you know, properties to the younger airmen or the other NCOs, I always keep that in mind, like how that realtor was just trying to get a commission check out of me. <laughs> yeah. They'll, they'll, they, I mean, they, they do that. So um, if you were talking to some of those airmen, some of those um, NCOs, so junior NCOs, what kind of, um, what, what would, what would your process be as a realtor? Um, so first I tell them to show me their pre-approval. Once I see their pre-approval, I say, okay, now let's subtract 50,000 from that. Um, Why? Just for the simple fact, uh, I was, a uh, you know, acting first sergeant for a while. I seen all of the kids getting in trouble. You know, not paying any bills on time. So I said, Hey, we're going to find you a mortgage that is nice and comfortable couple of hundred dollars underneath your BAH. And then I said, then we're going to find you a roommate. So you could do what we call house hacking. Dude. And then, then you're going to find you another roommate, just in case that roommate don't work out. Because <laughs> I, when I lived in the, when I lived in the dorms and they told me that I could move out, I went and found that house to rent. And I had two people move in with me and I gained no equity, no nothing from it. So that's what I tell them. That's crazy. It seems like it kind of came full circle, right? You said you had a you had a senior NCO looking out for you, kind of showing you the ropes, and then you basically did the same thing. Now that you're a realtor, not only you, not only are you looking out for them, but you're really giving them game as far as hey, not not just uh, get something at your BAH level, but let's look a little bit below that, and then on top of that, let's get you some some tenants so that you are yeah. house hacking and making money potentially making money while you're living for free and collecting your BAH, right? Or at the very least, you're paying a little bit of money and you're keeping up the rest of that BAH. So that's yeah. amazing. That's awesome. Yeah. I applaud you for that. That's fantastic. Uh, as a C-17 low master, I had a lot of my low master friends and our airmen, you know, the junior guy, they're always gone. 
So I said, go find yourself another little master to move in. Y'all never be in a house together. <laughs> so it's not like having a real roommate. The, the, so that's a cool thing. That's an interesting thing, right? A lot of people um, will associate house hacking pretty much only with multifamily, right? So, I mean, I, I'm a big advocate of multifamily, especially like residential multifamily, but um, there's some people that aren't really, uh, that don't really like multifamily, right? And, and they still want to figure out how they can potentially turn it into an asset to where they're not only, they're not just strictly paying everything down, right? And that's one great way to to do it, just like you outlined, you can you can find a single family home, especially if you're a single airman, right? Um, you can find a single family home and then just rent two rooms out. I mean, if you want that feel, if you don't want, you know, a, a multifamily, or it's tough to find a multifamily, that's usually what usually what we see. Like Atlanta, at duplex is what, depending on where you go, I mean, those things are like four or five hundred thousand dollars just for a raggedy duplex for the most part. So, I mean, you can get a nice single family home and then rent those two rooms out. I, I like that um, that strategy. Yeah, and 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 I usually pitch the you know the the quadplex, the duplex because you're you're able to use your VA loan for that. Anything under four units, you know, you can use your VA loan. Anything over that, now you're looking at commercial. But in Charleston, there are really no duplexes too much that you will want to live in. <laughs> uh, so the duplexes is usually in those not too good neighborhoods. So that's why I didn't push those too much now. If they were just looking for some cash flow and that's that's what, the way they came, I was like, okay, well, I'll take you to the other side of the track so we can find one of those. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, just don't leave all your stuff at home, you know what I mean, when you're gone. You know, what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you know it's funny, a true story, I lie to you not. Uh, one of the reasons like, I flew a lot, so I would never pack my bag during the day because I had somebody that I worked with, he went on a mission came back, his house was empty. And he thought he got evicted. So he went to the front office and said, what happened? And they were like, nothing happened. The neighbor said, oh, we thought you moved because the U-Haul truck moved, pulled up to your house. Like they took my man pictures off the wall. Wow. So that they robbed him. I was like, okay. Wow. <laughs> That's crazy. Wow. <laughs> That's awful. All right, let's take a quick break. I hope you're enjoying this awesome episode. If this episode has got you pumped up and you're looking for more ways to learn, network, and take action, make sure you go over to www.militarycashflow.com where we're doing our absolute best to provide our military community with tons of value. Here's just a few things you'll find when you go to militarycashflow.com. You'll find our books. You'll find the Military Cashflow Facebook group where we have thousands of new and experienced military investors networking and asking and answering questions. You'll find our military cash flow real estate investing course that teaches you everything you need to know to buy a cash flowing producing asset. We teach you how to find the deal, how to analyze, how to renovate, how to build your team and maintain that property. You'll find our one-on-one -on -one coaching programs. And when you're ready to start taking action and invest, or you're looking just to PCS, we'll even vet and find an investor and military-friendly realtor in your area at zero cost to you. So make sure you head over to www.militarycashflow.com to get access to all these great tools. And lastly, and I would almost say most importantly, make sure you share this information with another military member that might find it valuable. All right, and with that said, let's get back into this episode. 
So just backtracking a little bit, we, we talked about, you know, how you're doing phenomenal things as a realtor. And we'll get more into that as well, that journey as well. But going back to the first deal, what did that first deal look like for you? Um, it was it was a uh, pretty smooth and seamless. Uh, it was a eleven hundred square foot, you know, condo, which I, I still own to this day. Um, and it was I mean, it was turnkey. And actually, it was one of the pilots that was in my squadron's house. But we didn't know it until about two, three weeks later as contracts started going through. And I was like, hey, I know this name. And <laughs> so that, that's how that I mean, funny how things work out. But like I said, I, I moved in. Um, I wish he would have said, OK, now when you move into this place, get a roommate. But, you know, I was just living there, you know, bachelor pad, friends over and stuff like that. But after that, it was a uh, pretty, pretty seamless. I bought it. And lo and behold, one year later, I got orders to move, you know, and and I looked at the mortgage. I looked at the rents in the area before I, I purchased the property. And I, I wasn't I didn't it was, I didn't skip a heartbeat because I knew I was going to be able to rent it for, you know, what I'm saying? and still cash flow at least three to four hundred bucks a month. That's great. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's really important for people who are just, you know, that, that want to buy a single family and are just starting to get into that, that process is to make that analysis before they buy. Right. You know, right. you don't want to purchase a house and then realize when you get ready to PCS that your mortgage is, you know, the same price or, or possibly even more than what you would get for rent. Yeah. And as a realtor, I've I've had to have those conversations with people. They say, hey, you know, I received orders, we're moving. I'm like, hey, how long ago did you buy a house? Oh, I bought it eight months ago. I'm just like, I was like, you might as well rent that. <laughs> I was like, because you're you're wanna go to you're gonna pay twenty thousand dollars just to sell your own house. I was like, you might as well just rent that out for a little while and and hopefully you know you get some good rents so you can pay this mortgage down. And that's why I advise people not to go not the ball out. This is not your forever house. That That's the key. Yeah. That is the key. And I think a lot of people are missing out. A lot of people are wanting to, you know, take that perfect IG pick or take that, you know, that, that Facebook stunt and you know what I mean? So um, take, take the picture and then show it. it you got to realize this isn't your forever house, that first home, especially if you're like, if you're going to make this a career, right? If you're going to make mm -hmm. the military career and you know, you're going to be in for, for a while, you know, you're going to PCS again. Hey man, just think of it as, as a, as an actual investment, right? Like what is it going to rent for after you get done? Not just something nice to live in and you're going to have to continually pay it. And then after you move, just like the situation that you've outlined, um, after you move in a year or two, if you have no equity, usually because when people use the VA loan, you're putting 0% down. So you're very highly leveraged, right? So sometimes 100%, sometimes even over that with the VA funding fee and things, right? And all the, the mm -hmm. closing costs associated with it. So um, you could potentially be, you know, uh, upside down on your house immediately when you, when you move in, as far as what it's worth and what your mortgage is for. So yeah. um, I think that's a, that's a phenomenal point. You got to do, uh, do that due diligence on the front end. So you don't, you don't hit that. And also what I do, um, it's, it's funny. I see it all the time. When we go to the closing table where you're the, the lender pulls out that amortization table and then they say, Hey, this is this. And then they pull it away real quick. I say, I know, let my client see this. Just to tell them, like, okay, you know, if you do want to make some money when you PCS and when you sell, hey, make one extra payment a year, you know, make an extra hundred bucks, you know, payment a month, do something to to get a hold of that amortization because your first five years you're paying nothing but 
interest. <laughs> well, you're paying a little bit towards the mortgage, but and not. what are those extra what are those extra payments do for somebody? Like outlining that, like what what is the purpose of that? So the extra payments, uh, just just by the math that I've done on some of these houses, you know, that one extra payment a year can almost knock about five years off of your mortgage. And you think about, um, you know, we get, you know, uh, when we go TDY, you know, we get per diem checks or, you know, you get bonuses. I always tell people, hey, man, just it's okay to go out, you know, have fun a little bit. I like just throw a little bit of that towards your mortgage, you know, here and there, because you never know what, what can happen. I mean, life always happens. Uh, you know, you got humanitarian PCSs where, you know, somebody in your family gets sick and all of a sudden you leave a lot earlier than what you thought you were going to do. So you always want to stay on top of it. Or COVID. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Okay. So, so you got that first deal, went to, uh, got, uh, you, you PCS after that recycled a couple times. Um, and it's, was there, was there any like big lessons learned, um, throughout those three properties that you did, those couple PCSs that you've done, like big lessons learned with, Hey, how I want to approach, uh, investing. And, and were you also thinking about that? Like, Hey, I'm going to keep these three homes and I'm going to keep these until I retire. I'm, of course, I'm going to get my retirement income, but then this is going to be, you know, uh, just additional income, or this is going to be kind of my, you know, extra TSP, if you will, you know what I mean? Like this is my extra retirement vehicle. Cause as you pay down that, as your tenants pay down that, that debt, that's equity, that's now added to your network. So what, what was your, your, your thoughts? And was there any big lessons learned throughout um, those, those three? So to be totally honest with you, um, I was just buying the houses because somebody told me to. Um, <clears throat> I tell you in 2018 is uh, when I had like the total mind shift change. And that's when I started thinking about money. I started thinking about retirement. I started thinking about this stuff. And I used to always say when I got my back, I got my bachelor's degree in like year 10 in the Air Force. And the amount of senior NCOs that were in my class that was struggling to hurry up and get a degree before they retired or got out. I looked at that and I said, man, I don't, I don't want that to be me. Like I want to have all my ducks in a row. So when, you know, it's time to go. Yeah. I'm not sitting here worried. I'm not stressed. I'm not doing any of that. So like I said, 2018, I, I mean, I did the whole Dave Ramsey financial peace university uh, became debt free. Um, then, and then that's when things started sinking into my head, like, okay, I'm debt free now. I have three rentals coming in. I'm gonna have a retirement check, a VA disability. I was like, man, you know, my last year I was able to just max out my uh, TSP because I really didn't need that money anymore. And just through all the investments and everything I was doing, so it, it was like a slow roll for me. But it and when it clicked, it clicked hard because <laughs> I tell people, 2000 January 1st of 2018 to January 1st of 2019. I did not watch any TV, did not listen to any radio stations. All I did was read books, podcasts, and YouTube. <laughs> you know, I, I love it, man, dude. You're, yeah. You are goals, man. Like you are every, everything that we like preach about on the, on the channel as far as like, 
you know, hey, setting yourself up for the future. Like my the very first video that I ever made on this this channel, that was one thing that I hit on. Like, hey, you don't want to be retired and you don't want to be close to retirement. Now you're struggling trying to figure out what your next move is. You got to go work for some, you got to go work for somebody else. Yeah, you got that retirement check, but it's not covering what your desired lifestyle is. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it, man, I, lo I love that. Yeah. I mean, I think there's also a lot of people and I, I think we, we don't really, um, we don't really talk about it in the, mil in the military that much, but you think about there's a lot of people who go you know 10 12 15 17 years in the military and then their career ends for one reason or the other that's completely outside their control and it's like what do you do now right you don't for for, for those of us that have been in the army for a while we're on that that legacy um that legacy retirement where we get the pension um so for people who've been in for a while and then all of a sudden their career ends you know just like a stop sign you know if they haven't really thought that if they haven't really thought that piece through then, then they're kind of left with nothing you know yeah definitely um as a supervisor um what i used to do with my my troops as you know we had to do their feedbacks like i would ask like one day i asked them i said hey how much college do you have like well, how much you know what's your education like and they're like oh nothing nothing so and, and i knew i already knew the answer when i asked the question so I was like, I had four of them. I said, hey, everybody, let's go to lunch. Lunch on me. And we went to lunch. And after we got done. Free. <laughs> go ahead, I'm sorry. Yeah, so, you know, we went to lunch. And then when we came back, I dropped all four of them off at the education center. I said, go sign up for something. <laughs> I was like, I don't care what you sign. You go sign up for culinary art. I said, go up and sign for something. Because just the same thing that you said, you never know one bad decision in the military, your career's over. You know, one, you know, um, heart murmur, your, your, your career's over. Um, you, you never know what can happen. So you have to stay prepared. Uh, you don't even got to be bad. I've seen people get out or get put out because of just association, you know, so it's not even like something that you got or, or maybe something perceived that wasn't even all that wasn't truly even founded, you know, so that, you know, that, that just as uh, crazy. So what are what's something that you did for your, I guess, how did you address that? I mean, I, I guess I see what you what you did there. But as um, as far as dropping off the education center, tell them to hurry up and do something. But like, because I kind of experienced the same thing. I was a commander um, up, at, up at Fort Drum. And I pushed I pushed like financial, personal education, like really, really hard. You know, I, I put out a lot of, I put out a lot of stuff. I, I mean, I gave people my course and things like that, but even still, man, it, it's, it's hard to, at least what I found is I, I saw some soldiers take advantage of it. Right. And those soldiers that took advantage of it, I mean, they have multiple, a couple of them have multiple duplexes now like that, you know, we walked through the situation scenario and stuff like that really helped them, uh, helped them uh, get into that, that wealth building. Right. But then some is just like, you know, they, they, you know, they don't, I don't know. It's just uh, kind of like you lead a horse to water. Did you experience that? And then what'd you do with it? What'd you do about it? Like if you did? Um, so the, the first thing that I, when I explain any of this stuff to anybody, I start with the mindset. You, you, you have to, if you don't change your mindset, nothing changes. I tell people you can go buy a brand new car, but if you're still the same old person, then you're just going to be an old person driving a new car. Like you, you have to change your mindset. And, and I, and I'm happy that it took so long for me to kind of get it because starting to make some of the money that I'm making, I just went out and blew it. 
because my mindset wasn't changed yet. Once you get into the into the uh, you know financial literacy part of it, you start under, understanding you know okay retirement and you know legacy passing stuff on to my kids, uh, stuff like that. It, it starts to click. So until your mindset change, it, 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 like you said, some people going to take advantage and some people isn't. But go ahead, go ahead. But I can tell you this: I have three guys that are getting out the Air Force right now. Um, and uh, you know, you heard the Skills Bridge program that they have. Uh, so the Skills Bridge is they let anybody you get you can get out six months early to do an internship. So you know, saying anything, I have all three of them doing an internship through me, and I'm going to be. And this is something that I told them three, four years ago, and they called me up. It was like, "Hey, Sergeant Hudson, like I'm getting out. I need help." You know, and it was like, hey, you was into real estate. You did this. And, you know, I, I don't and and I, I'm signing them on and I'm, I'm mentoring them outside of the Air Force now. You know, I love that. That's I absolutely fantastic. love that. Yeah, that's that's no, exactly that's what uh, Mike and his crew are doing up at Five Pillars Realty and in, um, in Fort Bragg in the Fort Bragg area and then also Charlotte area. Uh, I think that's a really amazing opportunity. So for anybody that's listening to this right now, if you're, you know, three years deep and you're, you're not going to reenlist or whatever, then uh, you should definitely look into that that Skills Bridge program. You can go yeah. and intern with somebody like like Sean and, um, you know, kind of teach you the ropes and start start on your your wealth building path. I mean, that's that's yeah. awesome. In the army, I think we call it CSP, the career skills program. So, yep. Get in yep. when you start doing your, your SFL tap, your, your out processing, make sure you, 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 you make contact with the right people. Yeah, definitely. Uh, my wife is doing hers through with Amazon and you know, like you're not, you're not allowed to get paid. And <laughs> so, you know, they're, they're like with her resume, you know, she has a master's degree. She was in human resources the whole time. They're like, ma'am, like you're hired. Like you don't even have to do it. Uh, <laughs> she was like, well, the Air Force won't let me get paid. So I was like, well, let's create a LLC. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, definitely, definitely. Okay. So, so where was the, um, oh, quick question. What was your mindset shift at? What, was it that? Was your mindset shift when you were in that class taking your bachelor's degree or did you have another mindset shift? Because you said like you did college, I think in year 10, but then in 2018 is when you like something really happened and you really started looking into it. So what was that like mindset shift for you? Um, it was uh, it's crazy. I had a, you know, a little, little, little altercation with a, you know, commander where I don't want to get too deep into uh, it because it was it, it, I don't want to get nobody in trouble. Yeah. Uh, but it was it was uh that right there made me say, okay, I'm gonna do 20 and and that's it. Uh, I was like, you know, okay, yeah, you know, we're a military family, but they're only gonna stand up for you as much as they could before they get in trouble. So I was just like, and that and that's what what kind of made the switch because that's when I knew I was doing 20 years and not a day over. Um, and then that's it, and I sat back, I was like, man. I'm two years out. Like, what do I want to be when I grow up? <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's, that's, uh, I think a lot of people experience just like, I mean, we were just talking about that. I mean, um, we see people that, that, that are on year 17, year 16, year 18, that with that plan and something happened, just like you're saying, it could be something that's has nothing to do with you or just a disagreement, you know, or somebody doesn't like you. And it's like, uh, you know, it's not really yeah. much, yeah. much you can do about that. And that, that kind of sucks. So, okay, so it, it was all for the good. I tell people, uh, it's funny, my one of my E9, 
he literally i just closed on his house yesterday because i sold his house for him and uh thank you and and i i told him i said man i thank god every single day for that to happen i said because that's what opened my mind to so much other things and made me actually start thinking about stuff uh i, I don't think i would be here today if that situation didn't happen mm -hmm. that's excellent okay so we started uh we, we learned your mind shift set shift um we learned you did the three deals let's talk about some of these um you did some jv deals and then you also how do you got to be a, a real estate agent and um what that journey look like um my funny story my cousin came to visit me uh he said hey uh let's get into real estate this is when you were out or when you were still no, in? I'm still in. This is 2018. This is all two, 2018 was a, it was a jam pack year. <laughs> and uh, he said, let's get into real estate. I was like, okay. Like, so uh, we both signed up for, you know, real estate classes. Um, next thing you know, he said, Hey, let me borrow 200 bucks. And to me, I'm like, yo, you're a grown man. You don't have 200 bucks. Like why do you need 200 bucks? So he did a one-on-one -on -one conference call with somebody on the phone. I said, dude, did you pay somebody $200 to talk on the phone? Like you talked to me for free. Well, to find out that $200 was to the wholesaler, Max Maxwell. Ah, okay. <laughs> so, so, but at the time I didn't know who Max Maxwell was. I was like, dude. For those who don't know who Max Maxwell is. Yeah, he's like the guru of, of, of wholesaling. Like he's taking it to another level. Um, so he was like, yeah, I think I found it. And to me, I was like, man, this is one of your get rich quick schemes. Like, I'm just going to go the regular real estate route and, and call it a day. And uh, October in 2018, he had his uh, wholesaling elite conference in Charlotte, North Carolina. So my cousin was like, hey, come to this conference. So I was like, oh, okay, pull it up online. The ticks was 600 bucks. I was like, dude, I'm not paying 600 bucks. I'm sorry. He said, Hey, I will pay for you to go if you get nothing out of the conference. So I was like, okay, cool. Free trip, Charlotte. <laughs> um, I went to the conference, totally changed my life, changed that, that right there. That's what really, really like set the path. Uh, a week later, I closed my first wholesale deal. <laughs> Dang, man, that's oh. awesome. That's crazy. So talk, talk about that. Like how do you, in one week? So um, yeah, well go, go ahead and talk about that. In one so, week, you close your first wholesale deal. How does that work? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm sitting there just listening. I'm writing notes. I went through almost a whole entire notepad. Like, you know, the, the ones that we steal from work <laughs> and, and somebody was like, Hey, you know, get your business cards, get your website. Cause the guy from a uh, carrot was on there. Um, and so I'm while I was there, I'm on Vistaprint, you know, ordering my business card, real estate investor. Uh, by the time I got, I did the express shipping, got them in three to five days. Uh, and, you know, I'm, that was the first time I've been in the Air Force for, you know, 18 years. I never had a business card. So, you know, I was handing them out like they were like jolly, <laughs> jolly ranches. What flavor you want? Um, and I gave it to somebody and he says, you buy houses? I was like, oh, uh, yeah. And he was like, he said, I know somebody that needs your help. I had no idea what I was doing. I just left a conference a week ago. Like, <laughs> I think, of course, uh, you know, I, I'm on YouTube, like with a contract trying to fill it out. And finally I called my cousin. I was like, hey, dude, I need help. 
Like he helped me, you know, comp, uh, fill the contract out. We went on. We we didn't have prop stream. Well, we had prop stream, but in a lot of we don't know that. Like prop stream is a a database where you could pretty much pull any kind of data on a property. So you know, we was doing the old Zillow way, where you know you go through and you pull up comps in the Zillow. And I was like, okay, I think I got it. Then I was like, man, I don't have a cash buyer. <laughs> So I just started going to like every, you know, REI meetup in, in Charleston, South Carolina. And this one guy was like, hey, I've been sending this lady mailers for the last four months. I want this house. So I was like, okay, well, I got it on the contract now. You're going to pay me. <laughs> and, and that's how that deal worked out. It was, it was crazy. Like, I was like, man, this wholesaling stuff actually works. So how much do you make on your first deal? So my first deal, and I tell people, everybody watches too much YouTube. You know, they think you're supposed to make twenty five thousand on every on every deal. I made a whopping one thousand dollars. <laughs> hey man, but in a week, so you made a thousand dollars in a week. Yes. Put that in perspective. I mean, off, off a side off a side hustle. I mean, that's while, exactly. while you're full time. That was my mortgage for the month. Yeah. So that's 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 phenomenal. Uh, we we had a whole run a uh, wholesale stint for a little bit right before COVID happened, and we had the PCS, and then we went to yeah we uh we went overseas yeah and... went overseas and stuff like that. We're trying to we're gonna kick that back up here soon, but um, but it's crazy because uh I when um when when I got here, my NCO is is actually a wholesaler, so he's actually okay. close on his first deal tomorrow. So oh, nice. congratulations! Yeah, I'm pretty excited for him. So um, that's that's pretty cool. So you got into the wholesaling. Are you still wholesaling now? Oh yeah, definitely. I'll never stop that. Um, wholesaling as a realtor, how does that work? So I concentrate more on wholesaling than I do as a realtor, but as a realtor, I get a lot of referrals. So, you know, I'm, I'm wearing two hats, but when I do do the, the cold calling aspects for wholesaling purposes, now I could give them two, two different options. I said, hey, I can list your property or, you know, I could give you a cash offer. And my whole thing I got in when I, my first deal, it was a lady who was losing her house because she got sick. She was living with her two sons, 21 and 22 years old. And they just bounced on her. They didn't help her or nothing. They just left her there. So my first wholesale deal, I really, really helped somebody out. So that was like the that was like my business model from there on out. Um, so I'll sit there and I'll go over all the numbers with them. And I'll say, Hey, you know, I can put this house on the market for you, you know, probably sell in about a month or two. I mean, that was before the market went crazy, you know, <laughs> but you know, or I could give you this cash offer and I'll tell them, I'm like, Hey, I really think you should let me put this on a market because you will make more money if I put it on a market and then sometimes they say yes. So sometimes they say, no, just I want the cash offer. Yeah. That's crazy. I, and you know, I like that you talked about like how you're actually helping people. And one, that's one thing that Max Maxwell talks. I, I listen to a lot of his, his mm -hmm. stuff as well. And uh, most times in wholesaling, I mean, wholesalers. So really quick backing up, what, what is, what is wholesaling before I go into that? Can you explain just quick, quick two second thing on what wholesaling is for those that don't know they're listening. All right. So to me, wholesaling is, you know, a, a distressed home or a distressed home owner, you know, just getting them out of a sticky situation, whatever that distress is. Exactly. So you're, you're going in, you're helping somebody, somebody has a problem, you're going, you're writing their, con you're writing a home, um, right? You're writing a contract on their home. Let's say the home is worth, 
let's say the, the home might be worth $100,000, but it's they can't put it on the market because there's so much damage to it. You know, people can't can't buy it with a conventional or VA or some other FHA loan, some of, some of those loan type products. So for the most part, you know, you can go in and offer a cash offer. Let's say you offer them that $100,000 home. You say, I can write your cash offer for 85. All right, you, you get that under contract and then you get a buyer, a cash buyer to come in and they might buy it for $90,000. That cash buyer is going to flip it and then, you know, he'll he'll make his own profit but because you found the property you have it under contract and you're able to um to to basically um to bring the buyer and the seller together you are selling that contract for the difference of what you have it under contract with the seller for and what what the buyer is willing to pay for it so essentially you know you have it under contract for 90 or 85 the buyer comes in buys it for 90 that difference is what the wholesaler makes. So that's wholesaling quick in a nutshell. But one thing that's not talked about a lot in wholesaling, a lot of times wholesalers get kind of nasty names or sometimes uh, they have a bad reputation because some people truly are, you know, just kind of, you know, ripping people off, right? Um, let, let's, let's just be upfront about that. But um, you know, you know, you can tell a person's really good when they're talking about how they're helping the individual versus like, all right, I made, you know, $30,000 off this person, but you know, did you, did you speak to them how Sean's talking about? Like, did you speak to them and say, Hey, I can, you know, we can list it. You can list it and you can get this much. And yeah, you might make more money than that, uh, that way. You're probably going to make more money that way. Right. Just laying out the actual facts for them and, and giving them the options versus saying, Hey, definitely, you know, let's wholesale this property, even though it's worth a hundred thousand dollars. I know you don't know that, but let's write a contract for $50,000, you know, and then they go around. I mean, it's, it's kind of a, there's some, people out there that are dirty. Uh, but I really appreciate how you're talking about like actually helping the individual. Um, that's one thing that um, that I, I think isn't talked about as much in wholesaling. So good. Yeah. Kudos. I, I've, I've, I've helped people refinance their houses just for them to, to, to keep their house. I'm like, okay, there's a problem. You know, and wholesaling, like, it's, it's you're a problem solver. You're not in, I tell people, you're not in the real estate. You're just a problem solver. Uh, guy, he... He called, he called me up and said, hey, I can't afford my house anymore. I, I had him pull his statement up online. He you know he was an older gentleman, 70. He didn't even know how to use a computer. I set his whole account up for him. Yo, the guy had a 5.8 interest rate. And this was last year. I said, I said, okay. I was like, first and foremost, let's refinance this house. I got him down to a 3.1, which took $250 off of his mortgage which he was living comfortable, but he's still getting older. He still calls me to this day. Like, I know that this is going to be my first flip sooner or later, <laughs> but, you know, I'm just letting him ride it out. Cause you know, he's still, you know, trying to hang on to the house, but I do everything I can. Like we, man, me and my partner, we need to go over there and cut his grass for him just because we know, you know, I mean, we, we, we've been trying to help him out. We know it's inevitable sooner or later, but we already have our offer ready for him. We already found the, the apartment complex. We're going to pay for his uh, apartment complex for, you know, two years. And we got to lose some money side set aside for him. And, and I already know that's my first flip. <laughs> that's awesome, man. That, that's really, that's, that's fantastic. Yeah. Genuinely out there helping people out. Okay. Yeah, out. <laughs> so, so we got into, so you're, you are a realtor. Um, did you, you started wholesaling before you got your license, right? Uh, pretty much. I did both simultaneously okay. um i when matter of fact that week that i was uh at wholesale elite in charlotte 
I didn't go out because I was going back to the room studying for my real estate exam. Uh, <laughs> so I pretty much started both right around the uh, same exact time. That's awesome. And so you were um, a realtor and on active duty at the same time, right? Yes. How how were you able to balance those two? Um, it's I had a my broker retired Air Force, so <laughs> uh, so I leaned on him a lot. Um, just for I mean, my first year, I tell you, my first year, I I I sold you know two houses. My second year, I think I sold three houses, and then 2020, that's when it just like you know took off. I think I did. 16 residential and 14 wholesale deals uh but my my broker and then on the real estate side and then my wholesale partner on the wholesale side we i i leaned on them as much as i possibly could that's a i love that option i mean that's something that we're doing right now and we, we actually have to take the test uh what, on saturday, saturday. yeah the, so our, our, two days from now our real yeah. estate yeah so we'll be like hopefully we'll be licensed here in, in a couple of days but um but that that's pretty, I think that's an awesome like kind of side hustle for other service members out there. And we've talked about that a few times on the show um, where, I mean, even though you sell what, two or three houses a year and you make, I don't know, two or three G's off of each one. I mean, you're talking about six to $8,000, two, two, two to four houses or whatever, six to $8,000, you know, that, that you've made on the, on the side. And then on top of that, again, you can help, you're helping people out, you're learning the ropes, you're, you're, you know, kind of, um, I guess, hedging that that uh the possibility of you for some reason you know dealing with a situation having to get put out of the army or whatever yeah. um so i think i think that's a that's a great uh way to start a, a great way to get into real estate so that's yeah. awesome I'm, I'm happy you guys do it I, you know it's fun like i tell people i wish i did became a realtor 10 years ago because the amount of people that pcs in and out <laughs> i mean it's it's, it's never like, man, like it's a great side hustle and it can turn. I mean, you have to, once you're, once you get going and the referrals keep going, then another point, by the time you retire, you're, you're, you know, uh, Keller Williams already, you know? <laughs> yeah. No, that's awesome. That's awesome. So what are some of the, um, we talked about how you manage your time, especially uh, when you were in the military, how did that transition look when you actually got out of the military and you, I mean, it seems like you already have the foundation set, right? So how was the transition? How were you able to build on that after after you actually got out? Because I think there's a lot of a lot of us that are thinking about that, right? And want to know what that looks like and how that what and how, how that is basically. Um, I mean, since since I was uh did the skills bridge program, which gave me an extra, you know, six months to really, really uh deep dive into it. So I did the skills bridge program with was a separate broker and I kind of followed him around and shadow him around because next year I'm going to take my broker's exam. Um, so it was, it was, it was pretty seamless because I mean, this is something that, you know, uh, that I had written down on my pen and pad every single night, uh, the, the plans and steps that I needed to take to, you know, go ahead and do a seamless retirement separation so that, you know, when I when I uh, retired, I, nothing skipped a beat. You know, the money didn't skip a beat. Uh, the lifestyle didn't skip a beat. You know, I, I still joke with people. I go, you know, in the Air Force, we only do a mile and a half. I know y'all got to run like five miles or something. <laughs> but, you know, I still I still run my mile and a half. And then I'll be like, oh, good. I'm still good for Air Force time. You know? 
and and, and, I, and that's just the the the, the way I, I I did my whole transition. Um, I still wake up at the same time that I did when I was in the Air Force. Uh, still go to bed at the same time. I, I nothing changed. I just everything just moved on out. So it was a smooth transition for you, right? Yep. So just putting everything. But I planned, though, but I planned it. That's the key. <laughs> yeah. So um, so putting everything into perspective, it, it, like. I just like you. I like I like your glide path, the actual journey that you took. You know what I mean? Ten years, you got your bachelor's degree, you figured out, hey, something. You know, I need to be doing something else. And you start getting to wholesaling, getting your license. You know, you deliberately plan out all this throughout that time. You were buying rentals, right? And now it's like you have these multiple streams of cash flow coming in, right? On top of your military retirement, on top of your disability, on top of the three rentals, on top of now you're a, rent, uh, a realtor and a wholesaler. I mean, that's 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 what we want for everybody, man. Like if you're listening to this and you're like, all right, I don't know what my next move is. I mean, this is an option. I mean, and it, and it doesn't have to be real estate, right? Just deliberately planning out what you're going to do and how, how you're going to build multiple streams of cash flow. And you can do that while you're still active, right? You can start the start that foundation just like Sean did. Um, you can start building that foundation now because you do it for five to 10 years, even if it's part-time, yeah. you're five to 10 years ahead of somebody who are just now getting out and just now starting. So yeah. I have a friend who's, uh, as soon as he retired, he got a, a contract offered to him to become a photographer for HBO because while he was in, he was, that was his passion, pictures. He was always taking pictures. And his last two years, he would take pictures and he would send them to a contact that he found that worked for HBO. And as soon as he retired, you know, he, he had a job as a photographer for HBO. I mean, so there's always something that, you know, that we could be doing. Uh, I always, one of the things I always say, because especially, you know, new entrepreneurs, they're like, oh yeah, I'm gonna quit my job, become an entrepreneur. And I'm like, no, no, no. Work your nine to five, get home, and then work your your five to nine. Uh, don't you know? Most of the military members, you know, we come home, we take our uniform on, we got our basketball shorts, the brown t-shirt, and the slides, and, and, and we Netflix and Netflix and chill. Like, hey, no, we need to start working on ourselves, uh, preparing yourselves for for whatever happens down the line. Yeah. Um. So I know it was really your cousin that kind of got you into the wholesaling, which got you into the, um, doing the, the realtor thing. Um, and I know you talked about your wife, like, is there, what are you guys doing to kind of make this a family affair? Uh, so she's, uh, like I said, she's retiring. Um, actually she starts her skills bridge next week. Mm -hmm. So her actual retirement is in September. Um, but I'm teaching her all my contracts um all my lead generation platforms that I use she's starting to run all my real estate ads for me um she's doing all of that she's calling me right now uh, but uh <laughs> um so I'm teaching her pretty much how to become my assistant uh she loves paperwork I hate paperwork you might want to so cut it out you might want to cut it out with the assistant stuff though, you know? <laughs> I'm just, just, just gonna throw that out there hey Mrs. Hudson Hey, Mrs. Hudson, I'm not involved in that. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no, but but she but she's having a she's having a ball, uh, you know, learning all this stuff. Um, hopefully we can we can grow it to where, you know, she doesn't have to work, you know, and I can you know, I can, we can generate enough cash flow. Um, I plan on um, I'm looking I've been heavily searching for a couple of Airbnbs out here in the Atlanta market. 
uh, since you know Atlanta don't shut down for nobody, not even COVID. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's about it. Just that's really awesome. Is she is she coming up on her twenty two? Yes. Oh, nice. So dual retired, man. That's that's phenomenal. Yeah. That's hopefully, maybe, maybe. You know, we'll see. <laughs> we, got, we got some years, but yeah, no. Um, yeah, no, I think, I think that's awesome. And I think, you know, it's weird because I, I, I think that for Dan and I, we spend the most time that we actually spend together is like when we talk about real estate, when we're, when we're, we're kind of in that zone. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's, it's fantastic to like kind of you know, look outside and see other people doing that, doing that same thing, really just making it a family affair. Yeah. I actually got my, um, took my, I take my son with me everywhere. I, all, all my appointments, um, just because he, first of all, he loves taking pictures, um, bought him the little, the gimbal and all this other stuff. So when I'm listing the property, he does the, the video for the properties. Oh, that's fantastic. Uh, he, he's 15. That's he's 15 now. Right. Are you paying them though? You know, you're, you're, you can pay them up to what, like seven G's and then put it into the IRA, you know, tax deductible. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I learned, I learned that about, I learned that, learned about that about a year ago. So yep. Her, him and my daughter, my daughter, she's a full-time athlete. She yeah. plays softball, lacrosse, and she ain't got time for this stuff. Oh, wow. but, but he, uh, he, he jumped. If I say I'm going to see a property, he's in the car with me. Nice. It's all about that exposure, man. Like that's something that we really, really, we go really hard on. Yeah. I mean, um, I mean, I've had my kids in videos before and, and every single time we go to properties, you know, that, that's exactly what we're they're doing. They're in there. They're looking around They're They're, you know, I mean, they're learning bits and pieces, but yeah. I mean, I think I, I for sure wasn't exposed to like home buying or real estate investing or anything, you know, which, you know, left me, I, I feel like it left us on you I the same not, way yeah. you weren't exposed. So I feel like it kind of left us a few steps behind, you know, if we had been exposed to that stuff, we would have probably started our journey much earlier. Yeah, I definitely would have. Uh, and, you know, just a little plug out there. We might have to, we might have to do this again. Cause uh, I'm on chapter three of the book. <laughs> yeah. Cause I told you, I wrote, you know, I wrote down my, my plans, my steps to successfully, you know, get out. So somebody, uh, I get, four to five calls a week from people who are separating and retiring saying like, okay, Hey, what do I do now? Yep. So I was just like, you know what? I'm going to write this book. And then, and, and, uh, and, and maybe one day, like I want to talk, go around and speak to people. You know, I, I had plans to start going to ROTC in my neighborhood and start talking to them. But you know, with COVID, like, I mean, I didn't, I didn't X them off yet. I'm, I'm gonna figure a way to, to, to do that as well sooner or later. Yeah, no, I think, I think that's fantastic. It's really just getting the information out there. And I, I think you, you understand. And, and I, we also understand like, it's not going to stick to everybody and not everybody's going to take your advice, but mm-hmm. man, if you could just get like one or two people, you know, get, get them, get the, get their mind going, kind of get them in the right space, especially you get those ROTC guys that are really just just starting your careers out, man, you could make a huge difference in their lives. And, and that's what it's all about. I, and it's, I tell people, I don't even want to, like, don't get me wrong. I want to get rich, but it's not, I don't do it for the money, you know, like, because I wish I would have known this, you know, my first 10 years in, because um, once I retired, I would have wouldn't been working anymore. I would have had cash flow out the yin yang with a retirement check, with a VA check, and I would be on the golf course every day. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's, 
I, I love that. I absolutely love that. I mean, you, it sounds like your goals, like I have my, my goals written down and Karina knows them. It sounds like um, our goals are very, very similar in like teaching and exposing uh, this to other people. Because uh, it, it's not about just like you change that person's life, but you literally, if you think about it, right, that E9, let's take that E9, for example, had he not told you that, you know, um, well, th- now that he told you that and you took action on it, right, he not yeah. only changed your life, but now you're teaching your son how to do it, right? Your mm-hmm. son's probably going to teach someone else how to, you're literally affecting a legacy. I mean, exactly. if you really just sit and think about that for a second, that is absolutely wild. Like you putting out a little bit of bit, a little bit of information, a few examples. I mean, that's literally why you know yeah. we started this thing. Like that's literally why because we're we're changing soldiers' lives that are actually taking action. And people that listen to this and take action. Um, like I said, I have several soldiers that have no crap bought multiple duplexes now. I mean, you're changing lives, dude. Like. I don't know. It, it, that's that's so fulfilling me. It's just crazy. I can talk about that. He for gets hours, the feels. So. Yeah. Hey, yeah. you know it's funny. Whenever we are out and about, and the word real estate comes up, my wife she throws her hands up. She's like, "Oh, we're gonna be here for another." Because <laughs> 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 you know, I I, see, I mean, granted, you know, I'm I'm familiar with all the you know creative financing subject to lease options, you know, all that good stuff, and I start going in, and she be like, "Dude." They just asked you what the interest rates were. <laughs> That's crazy. All right. So um absolutely love, absolutely love your story, but uh start starting to wrap it up a little bit, right? If you have one piece of advice that you could give to a service member out there that's trying to do what you're doing or trying to get to your your point, what would that piece of advice be? Um, the one thing that a lot of people ask me, hey, what should I invest in? Should I invest in the stock market? Should I invest in real estate? You know, crypto, the best advice I tell people, invest in yourself. That's the biggest investment that you would definitely make. Uh, (laughs) Because like I told you before, you can get all this information. And if you're not ready for it, you can get all this money. If you're not ready for it, 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 it's all for nothing. I mean, granted, you, you could you could bounce back from because you learned how to do it, but you know you just don't want to. You want to invest in yourself, invest in your mindset. I see you got some books back there. I see the four hour work week back there. Uh, you know, <laughs> you know, hey, pick up a book. You know, like I tell people, you didn't have to be no no bookworm. Just you know, read 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 a chapter a day. Listen to it. everything is on Audible. They got free Audibles on YouTube now. <laughs> like it's, it's the information is out there just invest in yourself that's that'd be the only thing i could say absolutely that's fantastic advice that's fantastic advice sure. and sean how can our listeners get a hold of you Bye. Uh, so i'm on um i'm on ig uh mr underscore really real underscore state underscore atl you know i had to get that in there the underscores uh i'm regular sean hudson on uh facebook um, I'm active on uh, both of those. Um, hopefully, we can uh, we can we can trade places because uh, me and my uh, partner, he's prior Air Force. Uh, we have a podcast that uh, we started called Mind Your Wealth. Um, we we took a little break because I had some family COVID in, in, situations. He got family COVID situations now, so we uh, we haven't recorded this this month. But yeah, we're we're gonna get back to it. Yeah, for sure. We'd love, we'd love to, you know, come on and chat some more. And then obviously once you get the book out and everything, we can, we can 
circle back around and have that, uh, have a conversation again, yeah. man. Like, uh, that, that'd be phenomenal. I'll bring you time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so in all, all of Sean's contact information will be down below. So all his ID tags, ID is fire, by the way. So he's got, a, um, he puts out some great content on his IG. So definitely go, go, uh, check it out. So, um, actually when we first got on the air, that's why I was like, uh, Mr. Real Estate ATL, you know, so <laughs> cause I've seen that I've seen his IG for, I've been following the IG for a while. So it's, it's good stuff, but, um, all his contact information will be, be there below. Hey, if you're listening to this on, um, podcast, please leave us a, an honest review. We'd love to read those. If you're watching this on YouTube, hit the like, share, subscribe, and hit that little notification bell. So you get these awesome videos, um, when we put them out, um, also, we have a Facebook group. Sean's in the Facebook group as well. We have a, a pretty large Facebook group of other service members helping each other build wealth and create cash flow. It's phenomenal, the conversations and the help that's that's getting put out in that group. I absolutely love it. So um, definitely go check that out. And um, anything else that you need to find out about us, we got a bunch of other stuff. Just go to militarycashflow.com. Um, Sean, it's been absolutely awesome having you on this, uh, th this episode. you you just provided a ton of value, um, especially for actually for all, for everyone in the military period. So you just gave a, a ton of value. Can't wait to, uh, to, uh, touch base with you again. So Karina, you got anything? No, that's it. All right. Um, that, with that right, said, thanks a lot for having me. Yeah, man. <laughs> uh, and with that said, this is Dan Wynn. And Karina win. Yeah, and Karina. She hadn't done this before, guys. <laughs> it's time, guys. Yes. I'll get it. I'll get it next time. Yes. Uh, <laughs> signing off. <laughs>